It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind How will I know? If it's the end of the monarchy How will I know They steal all of our heartbeats They tell a lie Every time that they speak I'm asking you Not Netflix Ooh baby <laughs> Prince Andrews and not Um <laughs> Welcome Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode, studio episode, office episode of SYM. It's me, Kalechi, in the rascal place to be. And you are listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. And I'm back once again, like the renegade master. All right, it is me. Let me move this microphone so I'm not like shouting up the place or turn it down here. (sighs) Yeah, back. I like it up, actually. Um, Yeah, I'm back. Manchester was a mood. I hope that you, let me see. Did you lot listen? I'm sure you listened. Lots of you listened to the Manchester episode. That was a mood. That was a vibe. Thank you all so much for coming out in Manchester, especially the the Southerners that traveled um, up to Manchester to attend that show too. Big up yourselves. Like two slaps in your chest. We haven't even reached uh, Share Your Magnificence. But um. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it that you wanted to come through. Love that it's sold out. That's what I do. Um, get it back to my haters, blood of my enemies. I'm that bitch, okay? Um, yeah, it was super cute. It was really super cute. Big up Annie and big up Brent for going with me and making the show what it was. It was so smooth. Like, couldn't even... And Jonathan also for helping and um, just like our amazing helpers as well. Like, thank you so, so much. Don't want to bait up your names. But I put it in the show notes last week, but just in case. Um, thank you all so much for um, supporting and making everything what it was and yeah so the next live mm -mm, no so I've got a little event that I think will be happening at the end of Feb if I'm not mistaken likely to be in Peckham um that will be very limited tickets um but that'll be a whole mood I want that to be a discussion and dinner um what did you you uh get food and stuff um you can order food and what but look I haven't planned it but Likely to be in Peckham, but you know, I changed my mind. Um, but that's gonna be happening. But the definite thing that will be happening once all the details are sorted is the next um SYMposium live show, mini live show will be in New York. In New York, concrete jungles where dreams are made of, they wear timberland boots in New York. Yeah. Anyway, so um, that will be April. Um, it will be a midweek show. It will be a weekday show in NYC. I'm very, very excited. So just mark it on the wall. It will be in April, but I'll be providing further details super, super soon. I'm ready to be out there to come and see my American Donnies, come and check my babes. Um, don't ask me about LA because people have really, really tried it. 
with me recently um, in terms of, come on, girl, step your pussy up. Come to LA, come to Atlanta. You've got all of these listeners there. Come to Toronto. You've got all of these listeners there. And I'm like, look, I'm just a baby girl, you know, like I'm only just stepping into my light, you know, as much as I, you know, people enjoy me and they think I'm that girl. I'm only really just stepping into my light. I'm only really just, you know, embracing my generator energy and knowing that, you know, that three, five profile that I have, the incarnation cross that I have, like, I'm really just, I'm meant to be out here, but you've got to give me time to really be out here in it. So, um, Lots of things could change Like life is so wild Lots of things could change But the plan is um, To roll through To New York April um, I think it will be After Easter or Yeah yeah, More than likely Be after Easter So that would be Really really nice And I'm looking forward To seeing everybody there A quick note If you are coming To future live events Of mine um, Live shows Whatever whatever I didn't I wouldn't think That I'd need to say this Because we're all adults But if I'm talking, or if somebody is talking on the stage, respectfully shut the fuck up in the audience. Like, shut up. Like, I there is there are very few. No, I'm, I was gonna lie. <laughs> I was gonna lie and say there are very few things that irritate me in this life. But girl, I stay irritated. Okay, I don't like humans. But honestly, when it comes to a live show sort of situation, there are very few things that irritate me other than like. Being hugged without being asked, like somebody asking my consent first and talking while I'm talking. I don't, I don't know what you've got to say. Like if it's so pressing, go and have your own live show. Like go and have your, oh no, there was just so much to discuss. So you discuss it after the show, like or in the intermission, but you're talking and people are having to turn to you and be like, shh, 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 shh. that tells me that it's an egoic thing. Like you are uncomfortable with di- um, into, like uh, attention being directed one way and somehow the attention needs to come to you. And that is some bullshit behavior. And I don't play that. And um, well, it's lucky that, that I was cute in my dress because I'll just be like, you know what, respectfully get the fuck out. Cause I don't, I don't like nonsense. Um, and this is why some of you also, you should drink within reason. I love that you all want to like, um, you know, are your ladies pop your pussy like this? Hey, shake your body. Don't stop. Don't miss. Are you ladies pop your pussy like this? Hey, I love that. Pop your pussy, get your, get your life, have the greatest time, but measure your drink. Because some of you will come and drink like fish And then you'll just be misbehaving anyhow I'm a very, very gracious person But you should have been listening to this podcast long enough To know that there's a very thin line between my grace And when my face changes And I'm ready to cuss your ass out So respect yourself Didn't really think I would need to ever say that But sometimes people just need to know themselves Know thyself Um... But that's by the by um, All in all Having a cute time um, The last few Couple of weeks Have just been really surreal for me Like honestly The people I've been Hanging out with And the experiences That I've been having Hanging out with these people It's just been wild But it just goes to show That our The collective experience That we call reality Is so malleable um, And all it takes Is for you to shift your focus Onto other things You know like Like you can just You can be around people Who think that they're progressing Who think that they're I mean I'm going to talk about this later Who think that they're progressing Who think that they're doing the things When they're actually just rats They're just rats Um, And that can be draining I'm talking about like past experiences And then you get to 
you decide, you you think to yourself, I want to be around energy that's like similar to mine or that encourages me to meet them where they're at. And then you change your reality or you change your environment so you can be around those types of energies. And it's just wild the opportunities and the, um, and the kind of thoughts that come to you and you, in terms of inspiration and the things that you can do. So yeah, I just find all of it really interesting and I'm just trying as much as possible to be open to life. And if I notice in my body that I'm feeling a bit like, yuck. well, recently I felt a bit yuck. Um, and I just thought, okay, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Like I said it earlier on this year, but I'm not kind of in that space where I'm just going to do things to save face in the industry. If I don't know where I stand with you, I'm just going to unfollow. I'm like, I'm going to unfollow. Like I, I, it's really that simple. I'm not doing industry higgy hagger games, especially if like you've got proximity to somebody who I think is a fucking idiot. So I will just remove myself, whether you're aware that they're a fucking idiot or not. Um, the moment I see that confirmation that you, you lot of brethren off, off, off my page, off. Um, and it's just cutthroat like that. People will be like, oh, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. But sometimes it has to be, I'm that deep. You might not be that deep and it might not be that deep, but I am that deep. So therefore I just want to be in a space that I feel comfortable. That sounds so cryptic, but I, I hope that it will speak to somebody. Um, okay. So enough of me nattering away. Were there any other announcements? Well, a Merry Christmas in advance, I guess, if you celebrate, um, yeah, I'll be hopefully doing cute things on um, Christmas Day. And yes, there will be an episode out on, what is it? It'll be Boxing Day, yeah? So yeah, there'll be a <laughs> there'll be an episode out. If I get it right, there'll be an episode out on Boxing Day as well. If you care to listen and you're just tired of being around your relatives, that'll be... Or get everybody to sit around and listen. Gather around, kids, and get them to listen to Say Your Mind. Let's fling straws together. I've been on the news in one way or sh- one way, shape or form the past couple of weeks quite a bit. And, um, you know, I said what I said. Um, the most recent uh, interview that I was on, I asked about Prince, Prince Andrew and that could not be addressed. Like, why are we talking about Meghan and Harry when we should be talking about Prince Andrew? I have quite a few things to say about the last part of that documentary. But again, I just, I don't want to give it airtime. Also saying that, I find people so fucking weird. Like these stand culture is so weird to me. I've said it before, but I find stand culture so weird. I find people who you don't know these people, but you swear down, like you're going to defend them tooth and nail. I mean, I don't really have that. I have people who support me. I have a community, but stand culture is so weird. Like that you can quote tweet something of mine and be like, yeah, while we can't stand Kelechi, these points were made. So you're reposting my video about points that I'm making. So if I make, if I'm right about this point, the point that you don't like that I've made still stands. It's, it's weird to me. It's really, really weird to me. You literally heard your fave say that they wanted to join this structure, this organism so they can make it faster and stronger. And a white supremacist, um, colonial um, organism, they wanted to join it to make it faster and stronger so they could appeal to more people. And you don't think that that's problematic? You don't? Let me not even say too much because I... the ability to critically think is lost on many. And I realize now that I am 
And this is not even a, a situation of me gassing myself up. I've just, there are certain things. I think that I'm going to call these, these are my confessions. First of all, these are my confessions, right? Sometimes, and we see what's happening in mainstream culture where you have to like humble yourself, lest somebody come and humble you with what's happening with Meg the Stallion and things like that. People are falling over themselves to humble black women. I've experienced it for the um, entirety of my career thus far. People going out of their way to try to humble me, whether privately or publicly, um, whether they whether it's a conscious thing or a subconscious thing, they go out of their way to do that, right? And so because sometimes you try to avoid that, you don't say things as they need to be said, but I just feel like it's confession time. And confession time is the fact that a lot of people lack the ability to critically think. And the governments across the world are trying to make it so that that number increases. So people are just absorbing, imbibing information without very little thought as to what it is that they're taking in. Yeah, not thinking about it. I feel like I'm one of very few people who is just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can take that. I don't think that that's correct. And I I just, mm, I, I don't like that for me. And I don't like that for you. Apparently, it looks like that's a bad thing that you're just meant to go with the flow. Like in all of this discussion back and forth about the royal family, this royal family, that go and have your discussion in private, as in abolish yourselves, give the money back and just go and argue amongst yourselves. But Apparently that's not possible and it's not realistic. But I just say that because like I couldn't be a stan because I have the ability to critically think. So if the person that I admire does something wild, I'm going to know that they've done something wild. I'm not going to double down and be like, oh, you're a hater. Let's start a blockchain and just block this person. Fuck all of you, you fucking idiots. Just lacking sense, lacking self-esteem. Some of you are big, big women doing stand culture at your big age. Can't find, you can't find two dollops of moisturizer for them lips for, for that face. But you've got time to be up and down about, oh, she said this, that we're going to let's all mass block her. Fuck off. And all of you go and meet yourselves in hell, you pricks. Look at me, somebody that said I'm going to on an ayahuasca retreat to go and to go and learn more about myself and maybe come back not cussing. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible with this reality because people are mad. People are mad. But we are lacking that. Like I'm seeing it happening more and more. People lacking the ability to think. Uh, people um, who have been indoctrinated with um, religious dogma that they can't see outside of that. Let me not get into that because it will seem like I'm throwing shade at somebody and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Always be my boo Um. Anyway, let's get into the tarot Let me stop talking Who did I choose this week For the tarot um, I really can't wait to go to New Orleans That's what I want to do I want to go to New Orleans uh, Let's see here Here we go Sorry for all sounds like a big word salad. The last time I wrote something in English Was almost six years ago Please forgive my weird punctuations and spelling Dear Kalechi, thank you for always bringing us with uh, 
bringing us with amazing content. I listen to your podcast every week and incorporate it as a reward for myself in my daily activities, whether I go to the gym or have finally done the things I've been putting off to do. Your episodes are always waiting for me to pat me on the back for accomplishing my small daily goals. I'm an African queer Muslim woman in my late 20s and live in Europe. It is next to the UK, so we're practically neighbours. Um, during the pandemic, I genuinely believe that I mentally have grown up a lot as a person in a short amount of time, despite being scared, anxious and locked up inside during that period. I've seen articles about this phenomena and I think that I uh, can relate to that. I have grown a backbone since then and have sought help for my mental problems. I got my financial situation sorted out and I'm working towards being more independent. I also had an aha moment um, and realized I was queer, Guan. Uh, I'm still on this journey of discovering my wants and needs and who I truly am. I'm truly a very blessed person with how I've met other queer people who have been very open and welcoming to me. These same people have warned me that not that many people in the LGBTQIA plus community feel comfortable to be around me. But until now, I haven't had any complaints. I got to meet other queer Muslims and I cannot explain how it truly has lifted up my spirit and during a time where it could have easily gone sideways. I do feel very lonely and I'm, it's so funny that I hadn't gotten to your, that part of your message yet, but I started feeling teary. So now I get it why that's happening. Oh, I'm in the zone today, boy. Anyway, let's carry on. I do feel very lonely and I'm scared that I will always be the other in every group I am in. When I'm around other Africans, there are no queer people or sometimes not even women. When I'm around queer people, queer people, the majority is white, very welcome and nice, but still white. When I'm around my queer Muslim friends, they are Middle Eastern or mixed race. I have had conversations with them about the difference between racism and discrimination. And despite them trying to understand, they don't realize how tiring it is for me to explain this because the words that I use to explain racism are laced with painful emotions and memories, my emotions and memories. They cannot always relate as they have said in their own words. It is also awkward that after I explain my experiences being a black Muslim woman in a predominantly white country, a city in the process of going through gentrification, that I always get called brave. I understand what they mean and maybe I do have a hard time receiving compliments, but I'm getting tired for being called brave or people appreci appreciation appreciating me for opening up. I'm scared that I might become bitter because I don't have anybody else to talk to about these specific moments. I've talked with my queer friends about the same situations we encounter, but having different experiences. For, exp uh, for example, nobody has ever asked me where I came from in a cute way, like how that was supposed to, like that, how that has happened to them sometimes. I'm truly trying to write that example without making it sound as if I'm jealous, but I also understand that it is not my responsibility how someone feels when I talk about my experiences and I should just be nice um, and it would just be nice to have someone around who can relate. Dating is something that I have given up on. I am the only queer Muslim in all my friend group um, in all my friend groups that wears a hijab slash headscarf. I'm literally invisible everywhere. My queerness is not visible around other mi Muslims and other queer people. At the moment, not only am I in the closet, because my biggest fear is that if I do come out of the closet, I will encounter more dangerous situations than I am now. I really don't want to take my hijab off, but that is the only solution I can think of, which makes me sad because I feel as if I'm betraying myself. Everybody who I can open up about this uh, Two, I think that says keeps reassuring me 
I'll find someone, but I do not believe in that. Honestly, I show up to events and panels and book club sessions, but I never find people like me. I also notice that I'm holding back a part of me without noticing it because I don't want to always explain my existence, even around the people that accept me. I've done some work in England. At the time, I didn't know I was gay while I was there, but something keeps telling me that I might find people more like me over there. (laughs) Sorry, I had a terrible time in London because so much was happening at the time. It was during this period when the Syrian refugee crisis was happening, when Buckingham Palace lied about through their teeth that Prince Andrew had no involvement with Jeffrey Epstein, when David Cameron held a referendum for Brexit, and when Brexit won the referendum, when David Cameron resigned, Boris Johnson entering the picture, and Trump becoming president. My depression was also worse during this time. I've always wondered why. I was luckily. I was lucky to work at a great place with open-minded people who were very patient with me. However, I dread the idea of writing in English in an office setting again. Speaking, yes. Writing, no. But something keeps attracting me to the UK with the belief I will meet people like me, that I can be myself more. I don't know why I believe this when when I've seen with my own eyes that England is not that different from where I'm from. I also rather not run into people I've met during that time. The people that loved to use, uh, that love to say devil's advocate and every perspective matters in every conversation. So I really don't understand my new obsession for this place. Maybe there is a spiritual explanation to why I keep longing to, uh, to a place I have no reason going in the first place. Maybe the spirits can give me hope for my non-existent love life. Will I also find people like me? I've attached all the information around my natal chart with this email. I wish you nothing but happiness and blessings in your way, inshallah. Um, kind regards. Thank you. Um, let me see what you've given me here. Did you give me whole sign? Ha, you didn't give me whole sign, baby girl. Okay, it's fine. Let's just see what we've got. Um, okay, interesting. Oh, cute, Jupiter and Sagittarius. Um, yeah, I need whole signs. This is, this is a lot. Um, okay. It's fine. We'll work with what we've got. Okay, well, let's pull some cards then and see what um what we're dealing with. So your son is in Aquarius. Oh, you Aquarius sons, you have been giving me a hard time as of late. Let me tell you that. Your minds just do the most. Like as a fellow air sign, like as my sun sign is also an air sign. I now through experiencing the Aquarius suns, like my mum is an Aquarius sun, you kind of see how they seem like really detached from outcomes, but they're very invested. They just don't show you that they're invested. Um, and they just consider things in such an abstract Uranus ruled way that, um, it's interesting to witness. Oh, very, oh, 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 okay. Okay. Cards have come out for you. And and my phone's dropping on the floor. Okay. I'm so glad that you're in tune with yourself, um, baby girl. Thank you for sending your message in because the first card that comes through for you is the world, which is a major arcana card. And then we've got the Knight of Pentacles in reverse. And then we've got the chariot. So the reason that you're, fe- um, what you're hearing that sound, maybe I should do ASMR. Is that what it, it was called? There's one woman I see on TikTok that 
She's so pretty. And she goes, yeah, anyway. Um, anyway, the sound that you're hearing, I've got these new dice to help with um, to help with the readings as well. So you've got the world card. The Aquarius sign is there with Scorpio and Taurus and Leo. Um, you've got the world card upright, the Knight of Pentacles in reverse, and you've got the chariot card. The reason that you're feeling called to um, the UK is because there's an opportunity here for you. That's the Knight of Pentacles in reverse. There's something waiting for you here, a gift, an offering, um, could be career-based, but it's something that helps your life in some way, the structure of your life. The world card is is about initiation. It's about ending of cycles, but it's also literally about traveling the world. And we've got the chariot card here. And I think that even... The UK is not your end point. It feels like you're being called to the UK because you need to get something and then you then set off on your way on the next part of your journey. That's what, you know, that's what this strongly feels like to me. Let's just cast this and see what we've got. Okay, we've got, um, what have we got here? We've got Pluto in Leo, number 12. Interesting. One, three. Pluto in Leo. What have you got in Leo? I saw that you had, um, oh, you've got Mars in Leo. Okay, interesting. Where's your Pluto? Pluto is in Sagittarius. Let's see what else we've got. Five, Venus in Taurus. That's cute. Um, Where's your Venus? Nice. Everything's everything's following a flow. So there is something about um because your Venus is in Capricorn, but there is something about you traveling and building something that feels grounding for yourself. And the quest looks like it starts off or um you're being called to do this thing through love, like you're being called through the yearning for partnership and romance. But actually what it's doing is that it's helping you build a foundation for later. So it's not, I don't get this, because this um, Knight of Pentacles is in reverse. I don't get the feeling that you get this partnership straight away because there are certain foundations that you need first. Um, What we don't want is a situation where you're sort of running into a romantic um, kind of environment, into a romantic dynamic because you're trying to escape the insecurities you feel elsewhere. So it'll be something that's like a slow burner that builds gradually. And sometimes I feel like that's really good, especially for an Aquarius sun. Um, I feel like you like to weigh up your, um, you like to weigh up your options a lot before kind of throwing yourself into something. And I think it's a really commendable way to be. Your moon is in Libra. Um, based on the way that this chart has been sent to me Your moon is in Libra So there is that want for balance There is that want for Like you want a love You want a love that 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 is just You want a love that sets the world to right And you shouldn't have to take off your hijab You shouldn't have to Especially if you're saying something like It would feel like you're betraying yourself You, I always say on this as you know, I've said a few times on this podcast you are the greatest love story in your own life. In this life, you are your greatest love story. And so often we abandon ourselves, we betray ourselves for the type of love story that we're told to chase after, that we're told to want. You can't leave yourself behind. You've got to have that main character energy. You want to have your hijab on while being a queer Muslim woman. You do that. You do that. The world shifts around you. Like this is what I was saying earlier. And and of course, I'm not saying this in a woo-woo sense. Like we don't face like, um, especially visibly Muslim, visibly like whichever way you, um, or, you know, people who have said 
and openly identify as queer. We know that there are dangers that come with that. We know, you know, I, so I'm not saying that these dangers don't exist, but at the same time, I'm saying like, you have the opportunity to move reality to what you want it to be. We often are so scared because we've been told that things are the way that they are. But you grew so much during the lockdown because you saw, you finally saw that a lot of this is just fucking games. This is just smoke and mirrors. Like all the things that they've told us that this is our reality and this shit just doesn't change and we've got to deal with it. It's a fucking lie. You don't have to. You do not have to. What did that? What's that poem by that man that about do not go silently into the night? Like, don't, don't have it. Don't have a bar of it. None of us should have a bar of it. You want love, you fucking get love. That you, you want the things, you get the things. And I'm not saying that in a them stupid motivational people with the shiny white teeth sort of vibe. I'm genuinely saying that. Like, go, fight for your right. Fight for your right to skin out your poem. No, seriously. You can have, you can have the life that you want. That is what we're seeing here. Follow the call. Sometimes we're called to things and it makes no fucking sense. And we know that the UK is a piece of shit. We know that. And I'm glad that you recognize that. So even you are like, I don't even know why the fuck I'm being called back to that bad vibes island, but I feel like it's calling me. Follow the call. And I'm saying that as for all of us, as we're heading towards 2023, follow the call, follow where your heart is calling you to, because that's where your treasure lies. Like so often we've been trained to think about things, quote unquote, rationally and only with our minds. Come out of your mind for a moment, come out of your mind and be in your body. Where is your heart being tugged to? Where do you feel the butterflies in your tummy? Where do you feel the zing and the zang and the zung in your palm? Go there, go there. Do it. Do it. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows tomorrow. A life deferred is literally what a lot of us are doing. You're putting your life on a back burner because this, that, this, that, and the other. And this is why, I mean, baby girl, I'm going to come off tangent, but you know me by now. I've just got to come off tangent for a bit or go off tangent for a bit to make this point. This is why it's really interesting to me, all of the people who um, are the kind of men specifically who are quoting and sharing things about that Michelle Obama in her box braids, she's doing, <laughs> as Lorraine calls it, her sufferation tour. Um, she's talking about marriage and how, you know, they've been together for 30 years, but 10 of those years weren't great and whatever else. And, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, cool, commendable. But you men who are sharing it, you're not Barack Obama. Also, not that not that I give a damn about Barack Obama as an individual, but you get what I'm saying? Like you, you're not even doing what he's doing. You just want to fuck around on the person that you're with, or you don't want to get a job. You just want to sit around playing um, Xbox games. Like you are not, the kind of man that she's talking about that somebody sticks with for 30 years. It's not you. Oh yeah, because of 10 bad years. Have you managed in your life to give somebody 10 good months, but you're wanting somebody to stick around with you for 10 bad years? Again, this is what I'm saying, that a lot of people are lacking the ability to critically think. Critically think. You have bad habits. I can't take this bad habits no more. 
How many times I'm gonna make some changes? But the more I change, the one thing that remains the same. I can't seem to break it. It says you really got a hold on me. It's every time that we make up, we turn around and break up. It's gonna go on now. I gotta move on now. I gotta love you no more. I gotta take this bad happy can take Kelly. Kelly Rolande. Kelly of the Rolling Lands. When I t- Calendria, Calendria Rolling Lands. You snapped on that song. You snapped. Bad habits. Can't take these bad habits no more. You know, we're not paying attention to the pitch or the notes that I discovered in that song. What we're paying attention to is the message. And a message is, baby, live your life. Live your life. Eh, eh, eh. Oh, Brianna's baby so cute <gasps> That baby's gorgeous ASAP is a good looking guy Plus Rihanna, that is a beautiful baby Jesus Not baby Jesus, but you know, baby Slash Jesus, you get what I mean Anyway, back to this reading for a baby girl The reason that you're being called to the UK Like I said, in summary Is because there's something here for you to collect You do not need to take off that hijab You do not need to take off that hijab. You stay true to you at every turn. And I'm saying this to you and I know it's not easy. It's not easy. I know that. I understand that wholeheartedly. Some of the decisions that I've had to make in the past few years, they're not easy decisions, but do they allow for me to be um, a, a more authentic version of me? Do they allow for me to at least be able to figure out the many facets that make me who I am. Yes, they do. And sometimes, yeah, you're going to catch some strays. You're, you're going to feel some things that feel a bit painful. They're like, oh, that hurts. But you're going to take some licks. You're going to take some licks in this thing called life. How many licks does it, you knew that was coming. How many licks does it take till you get to the center of the, oops, oh. How many licks does it in fact take to get to the center of our being is the question. I'm just shuffling another deck of cards for you. Should um, a baby girl come to the UK? I'm using my yes, no tarot deck now. Should a baby girl come to the UK? Let's see. Oh, lots of cards. Best of, best of four. Hit me with it. Hit me. Don't, don't, no, no, no. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes. That's it. That's your answer. I lost the card there for a second. That's your answer. I used the yes, no deck and you got three yeses, one maybe. You got to come. The, the, oh, cute. Oh, spirit, I love when you're fancy with me. You've got Saturn in um, Taurus here. Um, that's what's represented. And I mentioned to you about earth signs earlier and going in and building the thing. So this makes sense. And this is the seven of pentacles that shows up here and it's titled making investments. It says things coming to fruition, hard work, paying off harvest, rewards, profits, results, payouts, manifestation of ideas or goals, inheritance, cultivation, growing gestation, nurturing, perseverance, patience, and planning. So you're coming here because it's an investment that you're making in your future. Um, this one decision, um, sitting on a fence, feeling at the crossroad. I think that this is more representing your um, energy because this is two of swords um, and feeling a divided loyalty. That's what spirit wanted, call, wanted to call my eyes to on this um, d- uh, card. And no, look at how spirit is a bad man. And that's gender neutral in this case. The moon, the card that this two of swords card that I've got in the yes, no deck, the 
the what is it the astrological placement that it represents is what moon in libra and what do you have moon in libra and i just said that i think that this is about you so this is about you being at a crossroads and then we've got yes two of cups here it came out um in reverse but it still counts um and this is venus in leo interesting and it says partnership, unity, love, compatibility, happy couples, um, mutual respect, equality. So you're being called here for the things that are leading you to that partnership that you're seeking. And then we've also got here Moon in Taurus. And it says, and I think I got that earlier, but it says here, um, gifts, generosity, charity, donations, receiving gratitude. So maybe it's um, to do, because um, you had the Knight of Pentacles come out in reverse. So maybe it's to do some kind of work with an NGO sort of vibe while you're here um there's something about something that you're coming to pick up here before you head head off to other parts of the world that's why you're being called here so um i hope that that answered your question and oh i like this new setup that i've got tarot wise i just feel like i'm growing every day and i love it for me um so yeah that's that for um the tarot and so i will take this opportunity to pick up the first of this week's show sponsors who are dipsy how many licks does it take till you get to the center of the ah, ah, ah. Woo! What a song. Anyway, like I said, this week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dipsy. Um, we've just been talking about how to look after yourself, not betraying yourself. And sometimes that comes with making sure that you pleasure yourself because sometimes self-care is always um not. It's usually not at the top of people's lists, um, but you can do all of the things. You can do the meditation, you can do the trips to the yoga studio or the nail salon, but you need to take care of all of your needs and transport your mind to a world where you can relax and treat yourself to your deepest desires with Dipsy. So research um, research shows that sex is as mental as it is physical. So you need to do more than just um have an amazing vibrator. Um, if you've read all of your sexy chapters in your romance novel, I've put some really, really good sex scenes in my um, upcoming short story collection. So just be prepared because I go in. But while you're waiting for all of that, you've got Dipsy that can help you get to where you need to get to in a new way. So you can just and if you want to, you could just skip straight to the good parts because it shows you where it gets hot and steamy. Um, so Dipsy basically is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Um, it's radically inclusive. So Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and 56% of the stories are voice acted by people of colour. You've never heard um, celebrities like this before. I was listening. I told you before, I was listening to that one um, with Sarunas. He was playing, he played Dre in Insecure. Yo, his one is in the shower. Wow. Woo. That's a good one. Anyway, um, enough about me. Anyway, new content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories that you can read. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, especially, I mean, some of you, it's the Christmas holiday. So if you've got some spare time, maybe you're spending it alone, or maybe, I don't know what you're doing. If you get some spare time, just jump on Dipsy and have a little listen. Um, Let Dipsy be your go-to place to enjoy all of these things, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash straws. So you get 30 days 
full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. So go and check it out and get your how many licks does it take till you get to the center of that? Anyway, let's get to um, share your magnificence, I guess. Yes. All right, cool. What have I got for share your magnificence? So many beautiful um, letters. Thank you all so much for writing in. I'm working my way through them. This one says, hi, Kalechi. I hope this uh, this finds you well and well rested. My show, Your Magnificence, aha, is you. I want to say a massive thank you to you. I started listening to this, uh, to Say Your Mind in 2020. I was in a difficult place, feeling lost, tired, and starting my healing journey. Listening to your podcast and being part of your Patreon has really helped me through this time. Thank you for sharing your love letter to yourself with us. As a Nigerian British woman and eldest child, woo, girl, um, I relate so much to you and your story. Listening to your journey week in, week out opened up so much for me. The biggest thing for me has been the spiritual shifts I've experienced. In one of the podcasts, you talked about encouraging black women to explore what resonates with us, not just what we have been taught. To see you being so open about your spiritual journey gave me the courage to step outside institutionalized religion and let the waters carry me. I started to learn about and connect with my ancestors and in Odinani, um, I got my first cards and um, your always insightful spiritual seasoning for the soul deck. Practice listening to my intuition through your Patreon pick-up readings. They are also way, um, also way so on point. Through you, I also connected to other amazing people and communities like Leona Nicole Black and Ahime Aura. I love those two. Thank you. You have been a life-changing energy for me and I'm so grateful Spirit brought you into my life. I feel so rooted and grounded because I know who I come from. I'm proud to say I'm a nice girl in recovery. I'll be kind and self-full. Yes. Finally, I now trust myself and what feels right for me. It's so powerful and emotional to feel this, probably for the first time in my life. I'd love to share a story with you that came through me about this. It's called The Story of the Girl Who Learned to Trust. Um, Thank you so much. You are a beautiful being. I pray for your continued joy, peace, love, and good health for you and your family with much love and gratitude. Thank you, baby girl. Thank you so much for that. Um, I just be picking these letters at random. Sometimes I'm just not going through them. So thank you for that. That means a lot to me. It means a lot to me at a time where over the like past, I think week or so, I've been in spaces where I've been trying to like explain my current spiritual journey. And it's funny because um, where is Chiron at the moment? Is Chiron in Aries? I feel like Chiron might be in Aries. I could be wrong. And so therefore it's in my first house, the house of self and how you're perceived and seen by the world. And um it brought up some childhood triggers because I remember being in secondary school and even before that, where I would say things and then the people I was speaking to, I actually used to train somebody. I was, um, she's part of the, she's like a part of the promoting uh, event promotion dynasty sort of thing. Um, And so I would, I would demonstrate an exercise to her that I wanted her to do. And she would have this sneer on her face when I was doing it as if like she disliked me. And meanwhile, I'm your personal trainer. I'm trying to get you where you want to be, right? But I don't think a lot of black women, I, I can't speak for other women because I don't rock, rock with them like that. Um, I don't think a lot of black women sometimes take the time to check their face because sometimes their deepest sort of like it, feelings kind of show for a moment or maybe I'm just able to read it as soon as it pops up. Um, and so I used to have that in secondary school specifically where I would do something and then I'd be around other girls who would do like this weird sneer 
about it. And that's not to say that we all don't have our insecurities and there weren't things that I was insecure about, but it's just, it, I just remember that facial expression so much. And it was usually because I, if there I go again, I was stepping out of line from what everybody else was doing in our year or in our form or whatever. And so in the past week, I think I've experienced that in different ways where I'm sharing something that I know will be of use to the people around me. And then I catch that sneer as in, oh, why is she like that? But I know that also it's rooted in a place of insecurity, right? Um, And I'm having to make peace with the fact, and I'm thankful that, you know, I discovered um, human design because there's this new app that um, Yara Shahidi told me about the other day. Um, called uh, My Human Design and I downloaded it and it's really, really helpful. Before I was using the website Human Design X and so I started using this app and it talks about the fact that my my journey is to experience life and whatever people call failure, it doesn't matter. Life for me is about trial and error. I do something, I do it for a bit. Uh, this isn't working for me. I'm going to go and do something else. People need to see that because essentially people live vicariously through me and through the experiences that I have, it helps them shape their life. So if I deny myself these experiences, then essentially I'm not allowing for other people to have the experiences that they need to have. I mean, on one hand, you could be like, fuck them kids, like fuck them people, but you still need to do what you need to do at the end of the day to fulfill your assignment in this current incarnation. So I found that really freeing, but the line that spoke to me the most was when it said, you are there to live life on the front line so you can report back to the rest of us. And I was just like, that makes so much sense. Big up yourself, Jasrina Harlow, because I know that she said that to me in our reading as well in one way or another. And then I got this app and it like confirmed it. I'm just out here living life on the front lines, right? And then I'm reporting back to the people then. And as I'm reporting back, all these people that haven't experienced what I'm experiencing are talking shit about me. So I don't know who begged the shade borough, but I know that they posted my video um, from my page about um, one of the interviews, the news interviews that I did talking about Prince Andrew. And I saw that somebody commented there and they're like, oh, um, uh, I feel like Colette, she comes across as childish when she's having these conversations. But you're saying this from a burner account because you can't even bear to say these things from your main page, if you have a main page at that, everybody's talking about me from the shadows and the shadows is where you'll remain. The shadows is where you'll rot and die there. And you will not, you'll keep repeating this cycle again. Like you, hell isn't the hell that people think hell is. Hell is that you're just going to keep repeating this pattern and you're not going to have any sort of growth because when you see the light, you run in the other direction. And I'm owning that. I'm owning that I am part of the light. I'm not the light, but I am part of that light. And so I I just, I moved. And I know that Jade would be like, don't amplify nose. Why are you saying that? And telling people that somebody said that. But no, I felt like I read it and I was just like, I just feel really sad for you because imagine living life in the shadows. And I've said this and I'll keep saying this. I do not have a burner. I do not like, I don't see the need for a burner because I'll be damned if there's anybody, there's nobody on, on this earth. There's nobody in this fucking world that would get me, get me shook like that, that I've got to say something to you and not, not have my face in it about no face, no case. See my fucking face when I tell you the things that I'm about to tell you. Cause there's no, there isn't, a, there isn't a single motherfucker on this earth that's going to make me take back my chat. If I've said something, I stand by it, right? So if I know that I shouldn't be saying that thing, then guess what? I don't say it. But what I do not do is jump on a burner to start flipping those things that I know that I couldn't flip in real life, that I couldn't flip with my government attached to it. And so 
I'm just like, wow. So this is a life energy then that I will be reporting back and then people will sneer and make their comments, but I have to be comfortable with that and just keep finding the joy in exploring what life has to offer me. Right. Um, I'm at the forefront and I say to you, boom, when you get here, you're going to need an umbrella. Ah, Kalechi thinks she knows everything, ma'am. Umbrella for what? But then you're going to get there and you're going to realize that you need an umbrella. Like, just take the advice. It doesn't matter that you don't like to listen to black women or you don't like this and you don't like my demeanor. You don't like who the message. And that's another thing as well. Some of you really need to get patterned. You need to pattern yourself because you're so concerned about the messenger and not the message. So much so that you've got bare fucking idiots as your messengers telling you things that aren't even like, they're not even a message that you should be getting. And that's why everybody's chasing their tail and everybody's doing a fucking circle jerk because you're so enamored by your the messengers that you like and therefore you're not receiving the message that you need to receive. They ain't got fuck all for you. Their, their mailbag is empty. Meanwhile, I've got all of these messages for you. Oh, I just don't like her. I just don't. You don't like your mum. That's what it is. You don't like your mum. You don't like your dad. Go and take it up with them. Fuck off. But I say all of this because okay, I've said that so many times. But seeing that triggered something in me when I saw that facial expression for a moment because I just, and then I had to catch myself and be like, I don't care if somebody doesn't believe what I'm saying as in, oh, I don't believe in human design or I don't believe in astrology or I don't believe in tarot. I don't need your belief for this thing to be real to me. If how you're living your life currently with this lack of quote unquote belief works for you, then keep doing that. But from the outside looking in, I can tell that your life lacks substance. I can tell that your life lacks depth and you are flailing. I like you are flailing in the wind. I can see it. But if that's what's working for you, you do that. But I do not need anybody. And a lot of, a lot of us do not, we don't need anybody else's buy-in in order to follow our karmic path or to, or to um, fulfill the assignments that we came here to fulfill. I found modalities that work for me in understanding the world. So I'm therefore going to keep using them and fuck anybody else who isn't on that wave. Like be on the wave that you're on in it. I just hope that you've got a, a good enough surfboard, surfboard to see it through. I'm fine. I haven't surfed in my life, FYI. But, um, you know, I'm good. You know, it is what it is. Um, And yeah, I just felt that I would share that because Christianity has a lot of people in a chokehold and I respect people's like belief systems and everything else. But I'm just like outside of those paradigms, like what are you exploring? And is the thing that's being shared, is the message correct? Is the message resonating with you? If the message is resonating with you and it's speaking deeply to your soul, why are you so deeply concerned about the messenger? People don't have the answers. And I feel that viscerally. People are so concerned with me that they're not focusing on the fucking message. Like, do you disagree that Prince Andrew needs to be in jail? No, I don't disagree. Prince Andrew needs to be in jail, but your partner's white. What the fuck does that have to do with what I just said to you? But Because you see... You're preoccupying yourself with information that's actually not doing much for you. I'm not saying that that information can't uh, come in useful in certain regards, but you're using it in an environment that it makes no fucking sense. So it seems like you just don't want to do the thing that you need to do 
And you will distract yourself by being like, oh no, it's because it came from this person. Suddenly everybody's reading bell hooks all about love. How long ago was I talking about bell hooks? Not just me, but the rest of the black feminist girlies talking about all of the books by bell hooks, but it took how many years for you man to arrive? And then now you've arrived, now it's the wave. But when we were talking about it, we were the angry feminists. It is so sad. And I really want our trajectory of learning and unlearning to speed the fuck up because it's lonely. It is lonely being in a space where you're looking back and you're like, come on, guys. Come on. No, no, it's fine. Come on. No, no, no. I don't believe in where you're going. Funny that you don't believe in where I'm going because you're literally following the path that I've created. Nonsense and ingredients. Um, So, yeah, anyway. Thank you for that uh, magnificence. It was a mood. I appreciate you. Two slaps on your chest and two slaps on my chest for being a Ross Clark G. Anyway, um, what's the next letter? Which other one did I select? Um, this is why I always should. Get. <laughs> I've seen one that I hope I'll read next week for one of the tarot questions. That's if I remember because the, they come in and then I forget. But um, I, I think what I need to do is make a list and that way it's fair. So I get to everybody. Eventually. Uh, yeah, got this. <laughs> Dear Kelechi, firstly, I want to say thank you. Thank you for coming week after week with your authenticity and fearlessness in this hot mess of a world we are living in and for creating a space of such love and kindness in your podcast for all the baby girls, boys and non-binaries. You honestly are doing the Lord's work and inspire me every day to be courageous and speak truth to power. May God continue to bless you richly as you richly bless others. Amen. Thank you. My show your magnificence is to my best friend, Abby. I just want to share my appreciation for this truly amazing woman who I think it's often is often unaware of how remarkable she really is. She is a painting, both inside and out. She's brave, loving, and will make you belly laugh even on days you feel like crying. Not only is she a whole ass civil servant in public health and constantly and continually fighting for equality in healthcare for so many groups. This um, this very stupid government has decided they don't care about like advocating for black maternal health, but she lives in a life, she lives a life of integrity and standing up for what um, is right daily. She's a friend that will turn up with home cooked food when you're ill, trek across the country to show support and out dance everyone on a night out. I just want her to know she's deeply appreciated and loved by so many people. And I just wish this coming new year will bless her and give her all of the damn flowers she deserves. Also, we will be at the Manchester, we'll be at the Manchester show this Sunday <laughs> and cannot wait to see your beautiful face in the North. Blessings and much, much love. Thank you for that. <laughs> Clearly I'm reading this after the fact. Two slaps on your chest, Abby. And two slaps to you for sending that in. I love that. I love friendships so much. I love beautiful friendships. That's gorgeous. Big up your friends, man. Big up your friends more often. Let them know that you love them. Let me know. Busy signal. Um, anyway, we've got a follow-up letter. I might as well read it now before I big up the next um, of this week's show sponsors. Um, so you remember that somebody wrote in about back acne, back acne, person if you're listening you've had some suggestions come in for you that I thought I'd read here and if you want me to forward them to you I can do that I just didn't want to like send it to you and you're like what so these amazing people sent this in for you uh dear Kalechi I just listened to the tarot this week and had to write in for the listener struggling with their back acne please forward on the below if you think it will benefit them I'm not a dermatologist just very experienced very autistic and scientific I've had back um I've had acne on my face and body mostly my cheeks and my jaw bikini line pits 
upper back and upper arms since I was in my early 20s. It was cystic and painful, especially when my hormones were wacky. I even had MRSA in my skin when I was 19 with horrible chats. Um, I've managed to clear up all my acne and I've been mostly clear for seven years now. Um, I have dermatillomania skin picking compulsion to the point I was covered in acne scars and never showed my bare legs and arms. My face looked like I had freckles as they were mostly brown. My face, um, what's it? My face is totally clear now with one or two small spots popping up monthly. I've tried everything, including gadgets and in-office treatments, except for, um, Roaccutane. Um, what has worked for years now, um, are a few key things, um, tretinoin, 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 yeah. An easy whole body skincare routine that I stick up that I stick to with weekly home treatments, red light and high frequency. This routine would work well with slower results without the devices. Expect to see a difference within two to five weeks as the below are at home. Sometimes weaker versions of dermatology prescription in office things that cost hundreds um, a month for the fancier folks who just lie back and have it done for them. Um, devices, in, infrared light therapy and high frequency wands. Um, number two, prescription retinol slash tretinoin and or azelaic acid. Um, niacinamide. Uh, no, these names are long. Benzoyl peroxide. Cleaner damascin. Is that it? I hate all of you. Don't even start. Don't even start. All of you people that are in medical school, especially you, Kyle Day, stay the fuck out of my mentions. Yeah. Because anytime I pronounce something wrong that's a medical term, trust that Kyle Day will show up and be like, lol, you are really fighting for your life with that pronunciation. So, <laughs> um, so I signed up to Dermatica or Skin and Me. Same thing. Use the medicated for me, tretinoin. Um, it's magic lotion twice a week, always on dry skin, no water. She's giving you everything here. Use sunscreen. Number three, number four, stick to an easy daily routine. Um, I hope this listener is able to see the bigger picture that their favorite, most beautiful features aren't discounted by a bit of acne. Humans aren't dolls and our skin is alive. It protects us and signals to us what we need. I hope for you that you can look after yourself and see that what all the fuss is about and why people are and have been attracted to you, have loved your face and body unconditionally, have been drawn to your energy and your beauty. Don't overlook 99.9% of the picture just because you don't enjoy one pixel of it. I used to do skin consultations and create routines for my makeup clients. If this listener who is struggling wants to talk further free of charge, please pass on my email and I'll book them in for a consultation. This will be especially easy for me as we both have sensitive acne prone skin of color, but I would benefit from more background on their skin. So listener, if you want to reach out to them, let me know and I'll just literally forward you the emails. Um, the second one here says, hi, Kalechi. First of all, I'd like to say a huge thank you for the wonder that is this podcast for all you are and all you continue to do. You are truly loved and appreciated. Thank you. I'm literally in the middle of listening to just released episode 222 and paused it to write this email. Please share this natural treatment info with the young woman suffering from back acne. I use their products to treat my treat my TSW and know their products work wonders on all skin conditions. Um, and so that's been sent as well. So I didn't want to just like forward you the thing. So if you want both of those, let me know and I'll send it over to you. But it's so lovely of you um, listeners to send in suggestions that you think will help somebody else. Um, I love that for us. I love that for all of us. Anyway, let me big up the second of this week's show sponsors who are BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Well, navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel very unsure. I know that for firsthand, that it's not easy to make changes and 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 kind of find a sense of peace as you go through them, uh, whether it's a career change, a new relationship or becoming a parent. Therapists, though, are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it's 100% online. So as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has gone ahead to match over 3 million people with professionally professionally licensed and vetted therapists um, who are available online and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you know, they're not your vibe. You can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. There's no waiting room, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. So you can learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash your mind. That's betterhelp.com slash your mind. Um, yeah, go and check it out and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash your mind. Anyway, let's get to So You Mad. So let's get into it. So You Mad. Ooh, the world is truly a mad place. I don't even know what could go into So You Mad and what could go into Straw of the Week, but I think I managed to like spread it out. I don't want this episode to be super long. I'm very aware I've probably passed an hour already. Don't want it to be much longer than that. So update on the Lady Hussey and Sister Space situation. Sister Space went to Buckingham Palace and received an apology from Lady Hussey. So that should quell, that kind of should calm everything down now. My whole thing is to them, the ugly, unwashed, unseasoned gammons, for the palace to do this, that means that they know that Lady Hussey was in the wrong. Can you see it? And especially since the Meghan and Harry, the second part of the Meghan and Harry documentary came out, they are very aware, they are very aware of how racist they are now appearing to be because, well, that's, you've always been racist, but now it's been shown in 4K. So there's grappling. While we're on the subject, get your fucking aunties off the ground. Why is an auntie there seeing Prince Charles and she's crawling on the on the ground like a dog? What is going on? Why is the memo not reaching the aunties to behave themselves? What has Charles done for you? What has he done for you lately, auntie? Auntie. I need you all. If until we can have a, a, a community meeting, the ba- the black populace in the UK. Until we have, can have a community meeting, I need you to sit your mums, your aunties down and say that they should not. If they see a royal and they even see, if they see a member of the royal family and they even so much as bend their neck, we're going to have a problem. Everybody stand the fuck up. Stand up. Ridiculous scenes. Anyway. Update. Lady Susan Hussey met with Sister Space founder Ngozi Fulani at Buckingham Palace this morning. That was the other day. That was on the 16th of December. Um, Miss Fulani accepted Lady Hussey's apology and appreciates that no malice was intended. King Charles has been informed and is grateful for the welcome resolution. That's basically because they want to get her back on the payroll or whatever they were doing with her before. So all of this needed to go ahead, but they knew that that she was in the wrong and they needed to find a way to mediate and sort it out. I'm sure there's a black person in the palace somewhere that was just like, yeah, we need to get a hold of this immediately. Um, the statement that they put out says, a statement from Buckingham Palace and Ngozi Fulani. 
founder of Sister Space. A meeting took place today, this morning, 16th of December, at Buckingham Palace between Ms. Ngozi Fulani, founder of Sister Space, and Lady Susan Hussey to address the incident that took place at a palace reception last month. At this meeting, filled with warmth and understanding, Lady Susan offered her sincere apologies for the comments that were made and the distress they caused to Ms. Fulani. Lady Susan has pledged to deepen her awareness of the sensitivities involved and is grateful for the opportunity to learn more about the issues in this area. Ms. Fulani, who has unfairly received the most appalling torrent of abuse on social media and elsewhere, has accepted this apology and appreciates that no malice was intended. The royal households will continue their focus on inclusion and diversity with an enhanced program for work which will extend knowledge and training programs, examining what can be learned from sister space and ensuring these reach all members of their communities. Both Ms. Fulani and Lady Susan ask now that they be left in peace to rebuild their lives in the wake of an immensely distressing period for them both. They hope that their example shows a path to resolution can be found with kindness, cooperation and the condemnation of discrimination wherever it takes root. It is the wish of both parties that at the end of the UN's 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, attention can now return to the important work of sister space in supporting women affected by domestic abuse. Their Majesties, the King and Queen Consorts, and other members of the royal family have been kept fully informed and are pleased that both parties have reached this welcome outcome. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you in your eyeball, pricks. <laughs> wow. Imagine we had you on the ropes. The blacks had you on the fucking ropes. And that's why you needed to do what you needed to do in combination with Meghan and Harry doing bus boss with you in that Netflix documentary. You needed to, you know that you needed to get your mind right. Even when we had members of the black community with their stiff wigs that were misbehaving, like Enna, uh, Enna and Nana, Nana and Esther, all of those other people that were dissenting, all of you that wanted to jump in my DMs about, oh, I don't know. Some things are coming out about them and they're being investigated and I don't know. Shut up. This is how I know Harriet Tubman would have slapped some of you lot up. God, just useless. Just fucking up the base at every opportunity. Solidarity where? You lot are as solid as a wobbly, wobbly jelly. That is, you, you are not solid at all. You can't be counted on to do what needs to be done at any given moment. You see me? I ride. We ride, we ride, we ride till the day they went down. I don't, I'm not riding to the day that I die. I remember all the promises you made me Rihanna was in her bag in that song um, I ride for people out of principle And to me, this was very worthy of my efforts and my energies And I appreciate Sister Space for the things that they did um, In the lead up to this statement coming out and all of that stuff Big up yourselves um, Lady Hussey, what, rebuild her life where? She's a palace member, essentially. She's part of the royal family. What life is she rebuilding? There was nothing that happened to her life other than she was shown to be a, 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 a useless, useless racist. That's, that's it. And I am of the belief that 
the same way that they have their press offices, they have their troll farms and they use the troll farms to pressure, to add pressure to the situation. So Sister Space would accept their apology. That's how I see it. But I, you know, this is me with my foil hat, my tin hat on. That's what I believe. That's that's what they did. But fine. The what I care about is the fact that the British public saw that that apology took place. You apologize. The palace w- w- essentially apologized to a black woman for for their fuckery. And I love those scenes. Good. We need more of it because there are many, many things to apologize for. Um, I noticed that the word racism wasn't used there. Very interesting. I noticed that when they were talking about women um, who have experienced domestic violence, that Sister Space helps. Um, they didn't say black. But you know what? Fine. As long as the thing has been done and everybody can move on within reason, then let's just do that because um, I just, I feel like it's enough. The royal family getting way too much press um, and not enough bad press. You know, they talk about any publicity is good publicity. I want them to be irrelevant is what I want. I want them to be irrelevant and for the money to go where the money should be going. Um, That's my personal view. So I just thought I'd give you an update on that. Why does my mum keep calling me? I'll call her back. Um, Yeah, so that happened. Um, People are sharing their feelings about that. Don't care. Um, The Meg the Stallion... Uh, trial was still going ahead at the time that I was recording this. I'm very, very disappointed that people went from, oh, Tori didn't shoot her to, oh, yeah, they were arguing because of the amount of guys that she slept with. Like every at every turn, you're trying to humble a black woman. At every fucking turn, you're trying to humble her. People are so intimidated by how talented, beautiful, um, and just great. Megan Thee Stallion is And they'll use any opportunity To talk down about her Send that Canadian garden gnome Back to where he belongs Send him back Him and his toupee And his spray on hair Send him the fuck back He's a liability He's just there Shooting at people Hitting people in the face He's like an overgrown toddler Send him away It's ridiculous Like Oh, she slept with this many people. What is your problem? She, so she's not allowed to use her pussy again. She can't exercise bodily autonomy. No. Any excuse to be like a black woman deserves the violence that was inflicted upon her. That's what's wild to me. I just, I don't get that, that manner of thinking. Oh, well, why, why wouldn't she expect violence if she's there hanging around with these men? So are you inherently, are you saying that inherently men are violent? Because, so, because you're essentially telling on yourself. And then it's like, oh, this Kelsey girl um, basically confirmed that Tory did shoot Megan. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but he, fine, okay, he shot her, but that shit was only a graze. Look at the size of her, she'll be fine. Again, any opportunity to deny black women any sort of empathy, sympathy, all of that, like, no, you can't have that. And it's honestly, it's sad to see. And then to see people like 50 Cent making jokes. Have you gone and fathered your children? Have you gone and parented your children? No, but you're online making jokes. Them nine bullets, they didn't do what they should have done, idiot. Now I see why many men, many men, many men were wishing death upon you, fool. You haven't learned. You came that cl- you 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 came that close to death. You annoyed people that much like they shot you nine times and you still haven't learned. Shut up. And then um, I don't know if it's been updated since, but it was saying that Megan's bodyguard has gone missing and he was meant to testify at the trial. And that's another thing. We're having this whole Amber Heard effect as well, where people um, 
have been making fun of Megan for the longest time. Like, fuck 50 Cent, fuck Drake, fuck Joe Bod- uh, Budden, fuck all of these men who are popping up and doing all of this, um, ex- exhibiting and perpetra- uh, perpetrating all this misogynoir um, publicly because it just goes to show you what happens privately. Like, black women in the music industry are fighting for their life. They're fighting for their life because it's nasty. It's a very, very toxic environment. Ashanti was talking the other day about a producer or whoever that was like, oh, I'm only going to let you have this song if you take a shower with me or whatever. (sighs) Don't let me start selling rat poison because it's getting out of hand. It's truly getting out of hand. It's really unfair. You just want to show your talent. You just want to perform. You just want to do your thing, but you've got to navigate this weird minefield of, of men trying to assault you. What the fuck? We deserve better, man. And I'm sending all of the love to Megan the Stallion. Like, whew, it's like all the Megans are going through it, but I'm sending all the love to Megan the Stallion because she doesn't deserve this um, at all. She Nobody does deserve, do you get what I mean? But it's just not fair. Like she's lost her mum, her dad, her grand. Like she's gone through so much loss and grief. And it's like, where is her protection? She's a young girl. She's a young woman. Like, <sighs> She should be my friend because I look after her just to tell her like, she's like, you're good. Like you're good. Don't, don't let these people get to you. Like you're good. Like the jealousy, that tweet about think, dig, dig deep and think of the messiest bitch, you know, it's a man, isn't it? That is the realest tweet of the tweets. It truly is the men. It, 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 it truly is the messiest bitches on road. That is what you'll see. Joe Budden, you that was beating a pregnancy out of a woman, you come and you want to open your mouth in this situation. Bare men are talking that should not be opening their mouths to talk in this situation. And they'll be the same ones. Like I was saying earlier, they'll be like, yeah, Michelle has a point. You need to ride with a man through the tough times. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you, you actually don't deserve that. You actually don't deserve that. Women should not be your rehabilitation centers for your violent and your misguided ways. They should not at all. Nobody's saying that they're not willing to put in the work in a relationship with somebody, but you lot aren't worth the work is the point. You haven't even done the work on yourself. You want somebody to now sit around while you're treating them like crap. Shut the fuck up. Wild. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. Big up yourself, Megan the Stallion. Like, I, I pray over you that you'll be fine. Rishi Sunak is a pussy clerk because he's having the banks check now. Where is it? He's having the banks go over the uh what is it the uh the the accounts that are opened by people who are migrants and you know basically bringing back the hostile environment it's like oh they shouldn't be able to open these bank accounts if they're not citizens so it should be flagged and they should be closed and deported and this is what i mean when i say like representation politics has us by the neck because it's like oh look we've got our first brown prime minister or you know our first south asian prime minister but can you see what he's doing can you see what he's doing don't let the way that somebody looks This is what I'm saying about See about the messenger You're so enamored by the messenger That you're not clocking the fucking message That they're bringing But it's me that you'll have vim for Have the vim for Rishi Have the vim for him Pricks <sighs> I think Is that it? Is that all I wanted to say for So You Mad? Um, let me see Yeah I guess so Okay let's jump to Straw of the Week A.K.A. Suck Your Mum My first Suck Your Mum Inadvertently goes to Jeremy Clarkson Jeremy Clarkson is a waste man He's a wobbly necked Turkey faced bitch Um, Why do I say that? Because um, he wrote a column 
I think it was for, for which uh was it? Let me see here. For let's see here. Let's see who wrote it for. Was it the was it Metro? No, no. He says here. Um I'm just reading this piece to you. Jeremy Clarkson condemned for vile and disgusting tirade at Megan, saying he hates her and dreams of people throwing excrement at her. Jeremy Clarkson has spewed a hate-filled tirade um, on Meghan Markle's di- in Meghan Markle's direction, saying that he despises her on a cellular level and dreams of people throwing excrement at her in a rant that has been condemned as vile and disgusting. Um. Meghan and Prince Harry recently uh, released their highly anticipated documentary series on Netflix, shedding further light on their decision to step away as senior working members of the royal family and move to U- from the UK to Canada and then to Los Angeles. Um, thank God for Tyler Perry boy, because he really nice them. Now he's Lilibet's godfather. In the docuseries, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex stressed the negative impact vitriol on social media and in the press that was targeted at them had on their lives, with Meghan also speaking about suffering from suicidal thoughts. In his latest column, Clarkson said that he felt sorry for Prince Harry, who he dubbed a glove puppet, who the, gra- um, who the Grand Tour star claimed is controlled by his wife, misogyny and misogynoir. He then said, Megan, though, is a different story. I hate her. Not like I hate Nicola Sturgeon or Rose West. I hate her on a cellular level. Um, he added in the sun. Yeah, I was right. He wrote it for the sun. Um, Referencing Sturgeon, the first minister of Scotland and West, a serial killer who killed children and raped children is what this guy was saying, Rosemary West. Continuing, um, he says he's unable to sleep as thoughts about Megan consume his mind. That sounds like a fetish and an obsession. At night, I'm unable to sleep as I lie there grinding my teeth and dreaming of the day when she's made to parade naked through the streets of every town in Britain while the crowds chant shame and throw lumps of excrement at her. He sh- that's what he wrote. The 62-year-old, 62! Not him aging like cow's milk that's been left out in the sun. Jesus! Of the skincare routines Um, He alleged that everyone who's my age Thinks the same way So again, you're all racist Cool But what makes me despair Is that younger people Especially girls Think she's pretty cool They think she was a prisoner of Buckingham Palace Forced to talk about nothing but embroidery and kittens That makes me even angrier Can't they see everything that's happening Is so very obviously pre-planned Ooh, maybe like centuries of oppression and colonisation um, so as you can see, Jeremy Clarkson is a raging racist. I feel like this is what we have when, um, white men in our society in Britain specifically are infantilized. So they get to fail upwards. It wasn't enough that this guy punched somebody on the set of, um, the previous show that he was on. What is it called? Um, what's that show? Show, you know, the show that he was on shark top gear. That's the one top gear. He used to be on top gear, he punched someone in the throat. Cause they didn't bring him the right food or um, punch, punch someone in the face. I think it was that cause they didn't bring him the right food, curse them out. He's been known to make, say all these slurs and he got fired or he left top gear, whichever way they want to phrase it only for him to go and then do the grand tour with Amazon. When it comes to white men specifically, but white people generally, there will always be a get out plan. There will always be something else. There's an exit plan. There's always somewhere that can, they can move on to, to fail upwards. Also fuck you, Matt Hancock. I'll just put that in there as well. Um, it's scary to me that these white men, have been allowed to talk about Meghan Markle in this way. 
we talked about her in the live show last week and we all know the reservations that we have about her behavior. It does not warrant what these men are doing. This is misogynoir. They are doing this. They would not talk about a white woman in this way. They would not dare to talk about a white woman in this way. I sound like Dr. Umar, the way I say white, but they will not talk about them in this way. They're doing it because of her proximity to blackness. Him, Piers Morgan. And it's funny because that fucking um, royal side chick, Camilla Parker, blow my back out. She had an event, right? The day before he this got published that he wrote this where Piers Morgan, um, Jeremy Clarkson, all of, uh, Dame Judi Dench, all of these people were invited to it. You've chosen people that have expressly um, shared their hatred for Meghan specifically. And then you're now telling us that we should disbelieve what was in the documentary when we're seeing your actions in, in a real life. It's wild out here. It's truly extremely wild out here. So Jeremy Clarkson can suck out. He can suck out and into, in fact, you that people will throw shit at. It's you that deserves for the shit to be thrown at you as you walk through the streets, you disgusting prick. It's you, same as Piers Morgan, all of you together. You're the ones that should get. And white women, come and collect your dons. Come and collect your guys. Because every day you'll be sitting there like, oh my God, white men, am I right? They're your men. Come and collect them. You sort it out. These English ones that are doing what they're doing, come and collect them and sort it out. And to be fair, there are a few white women who have been condemning. Even Jeremy Clarkson's daughter was just like, nah, I don't, I, I'm not with anything that my father's saying. I'm not involved. Carol Vorderman has posted about it as well. And look at that. Even with her batty popping, like doing what she's doing in her skin tight dresses, Carol Vorderman still has time to post and say, this, this is not right. This is not okay. So other white women, you need to open your lips as well and get to shouting. Get to screaming because you, they, they are the ones that's fucking up the base for you. It was very interesting to me that they said the number of the accounts that sent the most hatred towards Megan were white middle-class women's accounts on social media. I'm not surprised, but the thing is that he was never going to marry you. Even if he didn't marry Megan, it still wasn't going to be you, Kathy. So get your life right. Um, Yeah, his daughter said, uh, Emma, is it her name, Emma? Emily, sorry, I've just been making up names. Girl. Emily says, my views are and have always been clear when it comes to misogyny, bullying and the treatment of women by the media. I want to make it very clear that I stand against everything that my dad wrote about Meghan Markle and I remain standing in support of those that are targeted with online hatred. And I'm glad that she called her her dad's behavior online hatred. Your father is a pussy, oh. He's a pussy, Clark. Good. I'm glad that you called it out. Like, that is disgusting. He's just, it's vile behavior. I'm glad that I don't even, you know what? I don't even think I, I feel like pussy old pussy club. I don't even think it's fair anymore because our pussies are beautiful. He's literally just um, an asshole. Like I, I just, I feel like, can I even call him an ass? Yeah. I don't even know if I want to call him anybody part. I just think he's a, pr- I was going to say, I just think he's a prick, but that's still, anyway, go with me. It's a train of thought. But Jeremy Clarkson, Piers Morgan, they're all vile people. I discovered the other day that Piers Morgan has the Say On Mine Twitter page blocked. And that's why, like I said, you know a real bad man when you see one, yeah? You can go and try all of your things with other people when you're shouting with that too tight, ne- you know, shirt collar that you have with your jobbler, jobbler neck turning red because and the sense isn't making it to your brain. You know the people that you can try that fuckery with. You will never bring that fuckery to me because that day, that day, let that day not come. Um, so yeah, Jeremy, you could suck out Piers, you could suck out, um, for that disgusting behavior. Um, who else did I want to cuss out? Uh, I guess the organizers of the venue, um, for the Asha Care concert, um, 
rest in peace, Rebecca Ikumelo. A black woman has lost her life. Um, she wanted to attend this Ashake concert. I don't know why the management team did not go for a bigger venue. I don't know why people were showing up without tickets or were tickets sold and they weren't honored. I don't know what happened, but I know that we've now lost a black woman's life because of that. And it is so sad to me that people can't just go out and enjoy things without dying. We've got so much going on in the world. I understand why people want to go out and have a good time. And I mean, in the midst of everything that's happening, I understand why they would want to. And now she's dead, a 33 year old black woman. She leaves two children behind. It is heartbreaking. The venues need to do better, but already all of these news channels and all of these papers are posting about it. Like this crush happened at this concert that is going to leave um, a mark now for, for black performers, a black artist who want to have events. They'll be like, no, you know, because this, that, and the other, when it's again an oversight on your part as a venue, why were you not prepared? And but then may I don't know. I don't know who fucked up. So I don't even want to be jack- dashing blame. I don't know who fucked up, but whoever fucked up, fuck you. Because now we've lost the life. Do your jobs, people. If you know that you can't do the job that you've been hired to do, get the fuck out of the way. But it's important, it is imperative that people start to do their jobs. And I wanted to say a special suck your mum to again another burner account that decided to comment on um, uh, Rebecca's death and they wrote not to be insensitive but of course you know it's going to be insensitive but the lady that died from the stampede at Ashake concert had no business being at such events 33 year old single mother of two that was overindulging prayers up for them though And this is how I know that a lot of you have a sickness. You're sick. You're sick. You're sick in your soul. You are, you, you have nothing going for you in this life or the next. My God, I don't mean to be insensitive. Prayers up to her though. So you're blaming, you're literally blaming the victim at 33 years of age or however, whichever age with however many children she doesn't deserve to, she can't go out and have a good time. What are you talking about? And it's what I'm saying. All of you fall into a spectrum. All of you fucking idiots fall into a spectrum of, oh, I love the mission, what Michelle Obama said about 10 years and you have 10 badges to, oh, why was she out? Because you expect the women in your lives. You expect the women in your lives to not have anything good that you honestly believe that they are there to suffer while you figure your things out and make as many mistakes as possible. And they should give you all the time in the world to make those mistakes. No, no. No, time is running out. Yes, there is a time limit. Yes, there is. Sort your shit out. Ridiculous human beings. And then you'll leech onto someone else. Parasitic behavior. And look at my homies with stupid idiots. God, I just find it so disgusting. I'm so furious that she's dead. You know, she just went out. Imagine you're just going on a night out and you don't even. That's why I'm saying that nobody knows tomorrow. Please, all of you, start living. I'm I'm saying that after somebody tried to live and then got killed. But my whole thing is like, you don't know what's happening. And I pray for long life and good health for all of the people who are listening to this with good intentions. You have to live. And rest in peace to Rebecca. Um, My last straw of the week goes to Tim Westwood. And whichever promoter booked him, because he's currently in Lagos, Nigeria. And I don't know why you're booking him. Clearly he's not being booked in the UK. People are avoiding him in the UK, but Nigeria, you've taken it upon yourself in Lagos to book this, um, molester. And, um, I need you to do better. I really need you to do better. You as a space that has predominantly black girls, 
black girls who don't even have the support that they need and the infrastructure that they need. And this is the whole reason why I'm like, I'm even building the children's home in Nigeria or in Lagos because we need we need more people to care about young black girls, young Nigerian girls. I think we need more people to care because if you cared about them, you would not bring this guy from the UK to come and DJ. What is he even DJing? What even is he DJing? You can go and find somebody, you can go and find somebody in Yaba that can DJ better than Tim Westwood if you want to hear tunes. There's no, but you didn't need to bring this guy, but you're insisting at this point, some of the decisions that some of you are making, you're making it from a place of deep misogyny. And it is scary to see. Suck your mum, you fucking nonce. Whew. And the people that booked him, you suck your mums forever, pricks. I think that's it. Feel like I've covered everything. Yeah, probably it's going to be an hour and thirty minutes or something like that. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. We've made an episode. Um, got it. Got through it. I hope that the messages resonated and you just got to listen to me just go on and on and on. Um, and now I'm going to spend the rest of Sunday evening with my baby boy. Yes, I'm going to get him ready for bed. Um, but that's it. I, that's it. So follow me on at Collection of Coffee or at Say Your Mind Pod. Listen out for announcements about um, any of the mini shows coming up, especially the show in New York. Um, remember to get your well postal strike. So if you've ordered your bits, I don't know how soon they'll get to you. I'll try and get some out as soon as possible. If you've ordered some um, dickhead in recovery affirmation cards, try and get those out to you. But yeah, it's been real. Um, I think like what? Have we got two more or one more episode before the end of the year? Who knows? I'm just living off vibes. I literally am just living off vibes. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. So yeah, I've been Kalechi Okafor. This has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mum. Uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Help you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sipping yo Hard time's calling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind